Powered by MPB, this is Chalkboard Chat, an MPB education podcast. Hosted by Jermaine Flood and Tara Wren. To hear this episode and more, visit education.mpbonline.org or download the MPB public media app to listen on your iPhone or Android device. Jermaine Flood in today for Chalkboard Chat, the student episode 2021. We're talking to students. They are going to be giving us their perspective on how it is being a student right now during the pandemic, um, what it was being a student before the pandemic. And then we're also going to talk to the student's parent to see how it is that they're coping with that student being a student during the pandemic. In with me right now is Dr. Mary E. G. Manigan and her daughter, Kiara Hill, 12th grader at Ridgeland High School in Ridgeland, Mississippi. Welcome to you both. Kiara, I want to get started with you. How is the 12th grade going? Uh, I enjoy it quite a bit. Because I'm a senior, I'm allowed to have like late arrival and early dismissal. So I'm not always at school, which is great. I'm able to go to the classes that I need to, and then I'm able to leave and go back home. So I've been really enjoying that. That's the way seniors should be. Now, Kira, tell me something. Before the pandemic, everything was normal. You were going to school like normal. There were no masks in place. There were no hand washing mandates. There was none of that. How has life changed at Ridgeland High School since the pandemic began? And are you virtual right now or are you in person? I am in person at my school. And so a lot of things that have changed, like you said, before the pandemic, it was completely normal. Everybody, you know, changes classes. A lot of kids were in the hallways, no mask. You know, it was a lot more movement going on, especially in a whole more kids. Because now because of COVID, kids have the option whether to do virtual or come in school. And a lot of kids have decided to do virtual. So there are less kids at school. And like I said, luckily with me being a senior, I'm not at school all day. So I'm not around people all day. So I'm Uh able to come and leave. Things that they have done to try to, you know, manage the situation on the hallways. We have signs like you have to move in this direction or this direction so it's not cluttered. Um, during classic change, they make sure students aren't staying in the hallway. They make sure everybody's keep moving, going to your classroom. Desks have to be six feet apart. When five minutes towards the bell ringing, we have to wipe down all our desks and tables and everything for sanitizing. Uh-huh. After every class has changed, the janitors wipe down the hallways and floors and things. And, you know, of course we wear masks and that's a requirement. And that's how my school is handling the situation. Yeah. How was it for you coming from being in person to going to school and having all these changes emotionally when you first started? How were you? Where was your head at then? When like at the beginning of the pandemic, you know, I was upset because my entire school year just got disrupted. I love like being in person and talking to my teachers. So when it first came about and we all had to, you know, stop going to school, you know, we had to do everything online. That was like a big halt in the process. But then when they told us we could return for the new school year, I was really wary about it because I knew the risk that came with it. So I wasn't like super ecstatic to go back to school. I was happy that I'll get that face to face with my teacher again. But I also was like, I need to make sure I need to do what I need to do, like wearing a mask, carrying hand sanitizer, things like that to make sure that I am safe. So when I come home, my family is also safe. 
Um, as someone that doesn't like a whole bunch of crowds, I personally love the changes. I love that there are like not people around me all the time. I love right. that the hallways move. I'm not having to shove and push because like I'm really short. So in the hallways, when it was crowded, I would have to be like, excuse me, like, please move out the way. So I'm really happy that now I don't really have to worry about that because it's like our counselors and our teachers in the hallway, you know, making sure everybody moves along. There's no stalling and things right. like that. Right. And I love that they try to make schedules kind of spread out to make sure not a lot of kids are in one class at a time. So one of my classes, literally only like six of us in class, which I really enjoy. So they can make sure we spread out. I think the largest class I have is like 15 kids, which is, which is a big difference from before COVID when I had like 27 kids in a class with me. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big, big change. Now, when it comes down to like what you see going on in your future, where do you see yourself going after this 12th grade year? Like what's on the next thing for Kiara? Well, for the next thing, I want to go to a four-year university. I want to go to a school up north in Boston, Massachusetts. So I'm really hoping that I can do that. And I want to study abroad and I have to listen closely because, you know, they're still wary about travel and not letting you to go all these places, do certain things. So I definitely am hoping the situation dies down by at least my sophomore year of college so that I can go on those study abroad opportunities. But yeah, that's mainly how COVID has affected me. I don't know if I'm going to be moving on campus or if they're going to start virtually and I have to stay at home. I don't know how that situation is going to be either. And, you know, some colleges, they're kind of changing like, financial things because of COVID because you know if you're not staying on campus you won't have to pay for room and board and different things like that right now when it comes down to you actually getting to your schoolwork have you seen a difference in between being in person and being virtual are you having to like put a little bit more rubber to the road virtually oh 100% being virtual is completely different because one of my friends put it greatly she's like I can't do math on a computer screen <laughs> I need a teacher there with me. And so that's one of the biggest things. She's like, I can't just read and like, I need someone that like talk to me, like right. hold my hand. Math is, it's a challenging subject. So th that's the biggest thing. Definitely with virtual. I saw my, my grades didn't like go down, but it took a whole lot more effort to keep them where they were. Cause at home, there's a lot of distractions, you know, like I'm in my bed, I have my sister, but school puts you in that mindset. Like you are at school, you need to focus, you need to do that, your work. So definitely doing school virtually was more challenging than going into person because right. getting out of bed, having to put myself in school, that puts me in that mindset. Like, hey, I'm awake. Hey, I'm at the house. Hey, I'm in a school environment. Right now, mom, I'm gonna go ahead and talk to you about this. When it comes down to what Kiera was doing um, school-wise, how are you managing all of this on your end? And you being an educator yourself, I mean, you've got one in school and then you're having to go to class. How did you manage that transition from regular, normal, everyday life now into this new pandemic world? Well, I'm fortunate. I'm fortunate that I have a very independent high schooler. Um, and so, and we know that the kids are, the older kids are in this age of technology anyway. So when they're not on the computer doing schoolwork, they're still on the computer doing something, Pinterest, right. YouTube, you know, something. So the adjustment with Kiara, it wasn't a big adjustment in terms of her being responsible and her being able to do her work. The adjustment came with my seven-year-old because the attention that is needed to help mold and shape that mind, you know, and I, I, I called her teacher often and said, you know, if I don't tell you thank you a hundred times today, you need to remind me to continue to tell you 
thank you a hundred more times, you know, but the biggest adjustment was, I guess, figuring out the schedule and figuring out how things needed to change, what our days look like, because before COVID, kids go to school, husband and, and wife, I go, we go to work, uh-huh. you know, we, we have our rhythm, uh-huh. and so when this hit, it, it became a, oh, it was spring break, so okay, they're home for spring break, but then at the end of spring break, oh no, they need to stay home. Okay, so we got a week after spring break. Oh no, no, they need to stay home with nothing. <laughs> and, so, and, and, and so we had to gradually until finally they kind of just was like, you know what, they're gonna be at home to the end of the year. And so we had to make those adjustments to make sure like Kiara indicated the distractions, you know, home is a distraction. So we had to make sure, you know, you at a spot where you can video call if you need to, where they don't see all the craziness we got going on in the background, where if you're taking a test, um, because I want to say one of our biggest challenges was her AP exams. Usually those are in-person exams. And we had to, when I say shut the house down so she could be 100% focused on because those exams could give her college credit. So that was a huge adjustment trying to work with the people at College Board to make sure that everything went smoothly. And of course, everything didn't go smoothly. Right. Um, But that would have, that was some of the biggest adjustments that we had to make to make sure that it was still an environment of learning for both my girls. Now with your seven-year-old, are you managing this yourself? Like her online learning, she is actually still virtual? No. So when we were presented with the virtual option, Kiara is in AP classes. And at that time, they were not offering AP online. So if the students were enrolled in AP, they had to come in person. And so that kind of made the decision for my seven-year-old as well, because by Kiara being 18, if I had to go to the office or something, I could still trust Kiara with the care of my seven-year-old while I run to the office or do what I needed to do. So I could not choose one virtual over the other one. So if one had to go, the other one had Had to go. go. In relation to you, being able to have a parent, I think, who is digitally up with the times is a big thing too, because you, you're going to be your own IT person, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> I mean, how great was that for you to know some of the ins and outs of that already? Mom, was there anything that you had to do to help Kiara maybe get to where she needs to be technically? No, <laughs> that's what I say. I am, I am, and I tell Kiara all the time, I am fortunate. I, and I don't know if I'm rare because, you know, these kids are all in technology because even right. with my Right. I don't have to show her. She'll get her, her Chromebook up and she'll type on it and get in the canvas and get her clever badge. So, you know, I am fortunate that, you know, Kiara was able to make that adjustment almost yeah. instantly. You know, she knew exactly what to do. If she did have a question about something, I just have to say, oh, you know, all you have to do is click in this and it'll put you in this room. Okay. And she's good to go. Um, so I, it was it wasn't a, a hard transition at all in terms of her being technology savvy. Right. Kiara, you're the best. You know that? You're 18. (laughs) You can watch your little sister. (laughs) You can help her out. You can help yourself out. And then your mama and them can do what they got to do. (laughs) And my husband is an IT professional. So (laughs) so if something goes down, he's like right on it, getting the computer 
looking at code, trying to figure out what's going on. Right, so we're right, up and right. running. Kiera, I thank you so much for joining me. I wish you a great senior year. I don't know what the rest of the year is going to look like. Are y'all talking prom or anything coming up? We're not really talking. We're more concerned about graduation than we are really prom. Right. So we haven't really decided with prom yet. That's still open in the air. But for graduation, they are still hoping for us to do an in-person graduation. Of course, they would have restriction on like the amount of people you could bring, stuff like that. Yeah. But they are like we want because, you know, last year they didn't have like a normal graduation because that's when COVID broke out for the class of 2020. So they're like trying to push for my class 2021 to have something and have that. But prom really hasn't come up. We're just like, it'll happen. It may not happen. Oh, whatever. <laughs> right. Yeah, but we're more concerned about, you know, graduating, having that ceremony and experience. Thank you so much for being the student that you are, the daughter that you are. I can already tell mama's like, Kira's got it. She about to log on. So <laughs> just thank you for being such a good student and daughter. And Doc, thank you so much for joining me here and bringing Kiera on. Um, kudos to you, Mama, for, for being on the front lines of all of this. And kudos to you, Kiera, for being Mama's backup. Thank <laughs> y'all both so much. In today with me, I am visited by none other than my friends. That is Miss Emma Martin, mother of Willie Martin, and also Willie Martin's cousin, Emily Harvey. Welcome, y'all. Thank you for joining Chalkboard Chat. Thank you for having us. Now, Willie, let me talk to you first, since you're the big man on campus, okay? I want to see how school has been going for you at Timberlawn Elementary School in Jackson. So what I would want to change is I would want to like learn more stuff because we are doing virtual learning, not traditional learning. Traditional learning is where we go to the actual school and learn there, but I'm a virtual student, but today I went to the school and did traditional learning. Okay. Now, Willie, what grade are you in? I'm in fourth grade, about to be in fifth. Go on, man. Go on. <laughs> I am excited for you. So you did all virtual classes last year, right? Yes. So are you still going virtual this semester? Yes, I am. Did you like virtual versus going to school and being able to see all your friends in person? So um, virtual learning was okay, but traditional learning was way better. <laughs> way better. <laughs> what was your most favorite thing about traditional learning? Traditional learning, my favorite thing was math and science. That's, that's what I love about traditional learning because when I go to um, traditional learning at my classroom, now, I learned a lot of stuff from math and science. Okay. And I love both of those things. And it, I, I just love them. Yeah, yeah. Do you miss seeing your friends traditionally? I, I do. And especially one of them probably um, went to another school. Okay. And when you're doing your virtual learning, do you do maybe some of the physical activity maybe that you were getting when you were going traditionally? Because I know y'all had recess and stuff when y'all were going, right? Well, when I was doing virtual learning like a couple of days ago, my teacher let me and my friends have a free day where we get to talk to each other 
and play games and all that stuff. So you can kind of talk to your friends and have fun that way virtually. Yes. Oh, all right. Well, it sounds like it's going good for you. What do you look forward to the most going into fifth grade? I'm looking mostly forward to um, maybe some of my friends I have now might be going to the same class as me. Okay. But some of the friends I had in third grade, they yep. were, they are in the same class as me, but some of them are not. But some of them that I do know are in the class with me. Okay, and I see Miss Emily Harvey over there. Emily, go ahead and tell them what grade you're in. I'm in third grade. And tell them what school. I go to Mansdale Upper Elementary. Mansdale Upper Elementary. And Emily, who is your favorite cousin? <laughs> I have a cousin on my father's side of the family, and he's my favorite cousin. His name is Camden. Okay. Okay, okay. <laughs> Willie's like, I guess it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> They're like two peas in a pod. <laughs> Willie's like, well, she didn't call my name. <laughs> <laughs> Emily, tell me something. Was last year your first time to ever go to school virtually? Well, I went traditional school. Last year? Yes, and this year. So both of y'all are on two totally different planes. Willie is in virtual and you are traditional. What's different between going traditionally when you were in second grade versus going traditionally now that you're in third grade? Well, going traditionally in second grade, we had more fun than than third grade. Third grade, we have harder stuff. We do science now and multiplication. Yeah. We have to wear our masks. Yeah, that's different. So do you wear your mask all day? Yes, only when we eat lunch. Have you adjusted to wearing the mask? Is it a little bit easier? Yes, I sometimes like wearing the mask because it keeps your face warm. (laughs) Yeah, especially during the winter. So are y'all doing something different in school now? Y'all are making sure that you're, you're keeping clean. Are you washing your hands a lot while you're there? Yes. And what do you look forward to next year, Emily? Well, I look forward to next year is everybody could come back to school and we'll have a better school year. Yeah, when everybody can come back. Some people are missing from your school. Not everybody's there like they used to be. Not everybody's there. Some okay. are doing virtual and then others are doing traditional. Okay. Now, Mom, Emma Martin, you are the mother of Mr. Willie. Yes. And how has this change been for you going from literally dropping him off at school to literally waking up in the morning and looking at him (laughs) there's a lot of pros and cons you know I'm a teacher also so I kind of get both perspectives but speaking as a parent like it's a real big adjustment having to make sure that he has schedules right making sure he has the codes for each class make sure he's turning in all of his work making sure that all of the technology works because sometimes we have to troubleshoot some things right but it's it's been a challenge, but you know, we're learning as we go and it's a lot better now than it was when we first started. Right. So as a teacher, you're virtually teaching in addition to virtually managing your son's education as well. Exactly. And that's like a struggle also, because I have to make sure I'm listening for things that are going on in his classroom while I'm also teaching my students as well. You know, it's, like I said, it's a big adjustment, but as a teacher, you know, I like traditional learning better. I get to do a lot of hands-on activities with my kids and, you know, just be in close proximity with them. But now that we're doing virtual, you know, you kind of see 
kids' morale changed a little bit. The classroom engagement is a little low. Students are not as enthusiastic about the learning process because there are a lot of distractions at home, you know, in the background or whatever. So they're not as attentive as I would like them to be. Right. But today we actually did a dry run for a traditional. And we had very few students there. But, you know, just being back in the classroom just made it feel a lot better. Are there any tips and tricks that you have that you've used as a teacher virtually that you could slip to another another educator? We have, like, as far as the resources, I would say research everything, you know, just try to do different things and find something that works for you and your class. And don't just stick to one thing, you know, collaborate with other teachers and other, other classrooms at other schools to see what's working for them and just try different things. You know, don't just stick to one thing because sometimes that may work for a while and then after yeah. a while kids get bored. So you have to find something that's going to keep them engaged. So there are a lot of little uh, resources out there, it's just a matter of us just going and doing the research and actually using it in our classroom. Now, when it comes down to COVID and the pandemic, how have you been managing that emotionally within yourself going back now traditionally? I think as far as speaking from a parent perspective, it's better because we don't really have a lot of interaction with a lot of people because we're at home most of the time because I was doing virtual as well when he went to become a virtual learner. There's not a lot of interaction with people now, but since we're going back to traditional, it's kind of like I have to get myself prepared for that mentally because I'm so used to being at home and it's just us. But, you know, taking the extra precautions, wearing the mask, you know, making sure we have sanitizers, Lysol wipes, you know, and we also try to teach this to the students as well so they would know how to properly do things as far as cleaning up behind themselves and, you know, just staying safe. So it's an adjustment. Right. Now, Willie, he has a one-up because you're a teacher mom. Yes. So he's got a little foot in, but how has his learning style maybe changed or evolved? And have you seen any slump in grades or anything like that? He's doing well as far as his grades. He would rather do traditional I know that he misses his friends. Like they talk even after classes over, they're still on Zoom, you know, talking with each other. But his grades and stuff are still great. Like he had makes A's and B's and you know gets very good accolades from his teachers about how well he's doing. So I'm proud, very proud. And I think that's all about self-discipline too. Right. You know, kids have to understand that even though we are in a different realm of teaching or teaching and learning, they still need to motivate themselves enough to do the work. So uh-huh. Thank you so much for coming on. Again, listeners, this was Miss Emma Martin with her son, Willie Martin, and his cousin, Emily Harvey. Thank you all so much for joining me. Bye. Bye, babies. In today with me is Jayla Wembley and her mother, Sataniel Wembley, and they are here from Northwest Rankin Middle School to talk about their year with the pandemic, school, how it went, and exactly what it took for mom to be able to do what she did for the full year. But Jayla, welcome to Chalkboard Chat, honey. How are you doing? Hi. Now, Jayla, how has seventh grade been for you so far? Is it harder than sixth grade or what What you think? Well, I mean, I would say like, it's like not hard. It's not kind of like an average, you know, like some things are hard, but also some things are a little bit easy. Okay. I mean, if you like know the process, it will like make sense. So are you going in person right now or are you virtual? I am virtual. So you were virtual for 2021. Were you virtual in 2022? Both. 
So when you went from being traditional at Northwest Rankin in sixth grade and literally having to go into virtual for seventh grade, was it hard for you to transition going to class? What do you miss most about being a traditional student? I mean, I mean, like getting to see my friends every day, like, you know, like sitting in class and like, you know, I see them. And then like, if you like doing like uh, uh, presentations, right? like pick your friend and, um, or if you like play games, you can walk up to the teacher's desk and get you a piece of candy. You know, I miss those good times. Yeah. <laughs> now, when it comes down to like a regular day now, when it happens virtually, what does your day look like when you wake up in the morning? Um, I wake up like I wake up um at seven oh five, and then I go in the bathroom, brush my teeth, you know, wash my face, make sure I look all pretty, and then I uh go to the dining room where I work, and then basically I just work on any work that's due that day. Okay. Um, done early, or maybe like work on something, well, no, start on something, and then finish it later on that week. You know, and then um, always, always be on time. That's the best way to do. Right. So I said it. So I said it, and then I wait, and then I just wait, and then my mom she brings breakfast in. So that's what I was gonna ask. Um, so Tanyal, now when it comes down to the day for her, what does that look like for you? Are you getting up, and how does this how does this work with virtual versus? And then what kind of just a side note for you, what kind of sacrifices did you have to make to go from her being traditional into her being virtual? Well, the main thing was making sure that she had the technology that was needed. Right. Um, so I have two girls and the middle school supplied a computer if we need it. And we knew that up front. However, the younger school, the elementary school, we had to buy a laptop for a second grader. So right. we had to make sure that was there, like an impromptu purchase of a laptop. Um, every day I have to make sure I kind of plan out the meals because I'm also a full-time, I have a full-time job and I'm able to work from home. I'm blessed in that era, area, but I do still have to go into the office twice a week. So on the days that we're at home, I make sure that we have our meals planned out. Um, when Jayla's really, really sufficient with getting up, she's really responsible. I honestly have no clue what's happening in seventh grade. But the only time I, I have to check on her is, for instance, if a teacher sends a message. And it's very rare. And if the teacher does send a message, right. it may be she's tardy. But then the teacher will send a message and say, we found her. And most of the times, it's because there's a glitch and she can't get in or the internet's acting up. So those are the main things, making sure they have food, making sure the internet is up and going, making sure their computers are charged, um, making sure they wear the correct clothing. Cause we get up just like we're going to regular school. The only difference is they just go into the dining room. Right. Now it's a little different when I have to go into the office because my husband works offshore. So there's no one else at home. So I take them with me. So we have to, the night before we have to pack the computers, any supplies that are needed, anything that we think they'll need the next day for all of her classes, we have to make sure that's in her bag. And then we have to get to the office before she has to log on. And for the younger one, it's set 725. So we have to be at the office and logged in by 725. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mama, 
Mama. So the youngest one, what grade is that one? What grade is your youngest child in? She's in the second grade. Okay. Okay. So you've got two that you're managing at once on this virtual side. Yes. Wow. And what a blessing it is to you to be able to be in such a place that you're able to work from home most of the time. It really is because there are some people that don't have that opportunity. They're having to choose between their children's, what we feel is our kids' safety, mm -hmm. physical safety, and their jobs and their well-being. And some of them don't have the opportunity to do that. So that's a total blessing and that I can do that. Yeah, that is a total blessing. Now, Jayla, I am just going to commend you for being a seventh grader and being so responsible and on top of things, Jayla's like, look, I get up in the morning, I take a shower, I do this, I do that. And one of my other people who I interviewed for this episode, she's a 12th grader. And Jayla, she, I mean, was she 12? Yeah, she's 12th grader. And Jayla, you're doing just about as 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 big things as she's doing because her mom was like, look, I don't worry about her. And so just commend you, Jayla, for being such a grown woman about things in seventh grade, mm -hmm. honey. <laughs> and let me add, she's not just being responsible. She's on honor roll. She's been on honor roll this entire time. I, I, I don't understand. I wasn't that student. So commending to you, Jayla, just big girl stuff. I love all of it. I love it all. Now, Jayla, mom, are they starting to talk about what they're going to do for fall of 2021? Do y'all know whether... She's still going to be uh, virtual versus traditional. Have they started any of that? They have not started that conversation. However, there was kind of, for me as a parent, there was an issue coming into um, this semester because they wanted to bring the kids back into traditional learning. And it kind of upset me. Like, I mean, I shed tears and everything because the thing is, is as a parent, I feel like I'm choosing between my children's physical well-being and their educational well-being and I don't want to be the person to choose that but at the same time I feel like it should be my right if I choose it and the school system was telling us that they were going to bring them back in unless they had a note from the doctor and I'm just like there's COVID there shouldn't be right. a note from a doctor I mean it's on the news just turn it on right so that was the biggest thing um they haven't told us anything about 2021. I'm hoping it'll be better because for Jayla, this was her first year in middle school. Right. So it, it like I remember middle school and she missed out on a lot. And hopefully when they transition them back into regular school, she'll get that experience. But I kind of, kind of mourn for her not having that experience because we were so excited about it. Yeah, about her finally getting to that middle school age. Yeah. But Jayla, what do you what do you want to do later on? Let's just talk about what you're planning on doing maybe when you graduate. Have you thought about any of that yet? About what you want to do after 12th grade? That's literally so long away. <laughs> uh, oh my goodness. That's a that's, that's a question right there. That's a big question. Have you ever uh, thought about like what profession you wanted to go into? Uh, me, I mean, I'm, I'm a big WWE fan and I don't know what it is about it, but it, it just like made me so happy. I was like, you know, one day I'm going to be one of them on the championship, just like that one. Now, who is this mom? Who is she talking about? She wants to be a WWE wrestler. Like, it's so my this dream. is my oh, you entertainment. Are, oh, my husband can talk all night. <laughs> 
I love it. Yes, this is my entertainer. She has been an entertainer her whole life. So that so is adorable. Yeah. <laughs> Have you been watching some of the WWE stuff that they've got going uh -huh. on? Yeah, I've been watching a little bit of it, but uh, at the same time, I want to, you know, make sure I get school done, make sure I get my homework done first, you know. Sometimes, sometimes I have, like, a bunch of homework, and I don't really get to it, so that's why I wait till the weekends. That's why I get my jam on, so. You know what, look, you know what I like the most about WWE, and mom, I don't know if you'll appreciate this, but at the beginning of the pandemic, my husband, you know, they took sports off, and all that was left was WWE. And yeah. <laughs> WWE like never stopped the whole pandemic. And then they started, which I thought was cool. And they've got the coolest one ever. They really did just like trump everybody else. But their virtual video backgrounds that they have where all the faces yeah, are all there. Yeah, and all the boxes. I think they've done the best job out of anybody. Even the NBA couldn't match what wwe has done i mean they've literally brought fans in to where the fans are actually being shown and they know when like the camera's hitting them so i think that's so cool go on wwe girl <laughs> too good of stuff now jayla is there any shots out that you want to give out to any of your friends uh i just want to say shout out to um my friends all of them um all of my teachers who made me am today um, I really did have a fun time in elementary school. Like that's gonna be like that one like period of time where I like just had a time in my life. I like to shout out to all my teachers now. I love you. Um, my daddy, if he watching, uh, basically anyone that I know. So if I like, I don't even know you that much, but shout out to you. Uh, <laughs> um, word of advice, final parting words of advice for any parents that are that are having trouble maybe managing their child's virtual education? I would say look for outside help because we can't do it all. We're not trained to teach. So having a tutor or a support system is really helpful because you may shed some tears because you're confused as a parent and you're just doing what's best and follow your, your first mind and you're good. Right, right. That'll always help you in the end. Well, Satanial and Jayla Wembley, thank you so much for joining me here on Chalkboard Chat. Thank you. Jermaine Flood in for Chalkboard Chat. This is our student episode. And in with me, I have the beautiful mother-daughter duo. This is the Weavers. Miss Joe Weaver is the mother. Mackenzie Weaver is the daughter. And I am so excited to have them here. Mackenzie is a seventh grade middle school student at Northwest Rankin Middle School. So Mackenzie, welcome to the chat. Miss Weaver, welcome to the chat. Thank you all for joining me. Thank you. Yeah, Mackenzie, tell me something now. Now you were talking about you are going virtual right now at Northwest Rankin. When you were in the sixth grade, were you virtual then? Okay, so at the beginning of the year in sixth grade, of course, like, you know, like we didn't really know about this whole coronavirus stuff. So right. obviously I was going in person, you know, just living my best life. And then in, <laughs> um, like when in January, that's when things, you know, started to take a little bit of a turn. Right. So I started doing virtual. Okay, in January. So was that was still sixth grade, right? Yeah. You were still in sixth grade. What do you miss about going to school in person versus virtual? What was your, your most favorite thing about going in person? 
I really liked seeing my friends at school. Yeah, y'all were able to talk and have conversations and stuff like that. Are you doing a little bit of that now virtually too? Are y'all do y'all have time where y'all can do that? Okay, so sometimes at times like I call my friends. Yeah. Of course, when I'm done with my work. Okay, so you do get to talk to them. Now, when it turned virtual, was it hard for you? Do you did you was it easy for you to go from being in person to being virtual? Yeah, it was pretty easy. Like, yeah. of course, I'm a type of person that manages her time very well. Go on. <laughs> of course, it was very easy for me. Right. That's so good. Now, mom, I'm going to go ahead and turn this over to you because I know she doesn't manage her time very well without somebody helping her and training her to be able to do this. So, Ms. Joe Weaver, um, tell me about, about McKenzie and tell me about the sacrifices that you had to make to make sure that she was doing what she needed to do virtually. Well, um, interestingly enough, um, I was actually already working um, from home um, in, in my profession. And um, so there were some um, components that were already there that we could make the transition pretty seamlessly. Right. However, um, uh, you know, technology wise, you know, we had to make uh, sure that she had an appropriate space. Um, being that um, her desk was going to be in her bedroom, I was concerned about her um, being a little bit more relaxed because uh, there wasn't a space necessarily office space because yeah. um, because I have an office space in our home now. Um, and um, so we really had to think about the setup. Um, also, she is really good with her time management with some gentle nudging. <laughs> So um, I had to think about that um, a little bit um, about um, talking with her about um, our schedule and how she was going to go about her day uh -huh. um, and, and the rules that I put in place. Since I am very hands-on with Mackenzie, um, her father and I are um, with her schooling. So um, it was uh, good that we were able to um, be right there or I was able to be right mm -hmm. there um, to um, um, help her if there were any um, technology related issues. Right. But um, there was just a lot that had to go into thinking about our setup, our schedule and, and things of that nature. Yeah, yeah. And like, what does a, a typical day look like for you both? Y'all are up in the morning like y'all are going somewhere, but y'all aren't going anywhere. <laughs> sure. Um, well, for me, so Mackenzie and I, we had a conversation that she wasn't just going to roll out of the bed and, and roll to her laptop. Right. One of my concerns was that this was going to be a new chapter for Mackenzie in that she was starting middle school. Mm -hmm. so middle school, you go from um, elementary school, go, you go from having two teachers to now you have maybe seven teachers. Right. So um, that was going to be interesting. So I told her that we were going to get up in the morning. We were going to um, get ready and get dressed just as if she were catching the bus um, or I was dropping her off. Um, she was not to use her phone or turn on, on her TV or anything like that during school hours. 
Um, of course, she's the typical teenager, so no electronics during the day. And um, she, um, she comes out of her room during um, her breaks um, to consult with me if she needs to or to get something off the printer. Um, and during lunchtime, she um, eats her lunch and then she goes back to her room. Yeah. So, um, and I'm working in the next room. My office is in the next room next to her, rather. Right. It, yeah. So it's it's really um, a good setup. Um, yeah. And I'm blessed to um, already have the position that I have now. Yeah. And that's what I was going to say, just lending its hands to the fact that you already work from home. It was already somewhat of an example of how to do it um, before she started doing virtual. So kudos to you, mom, for already setting that example and being so stringent upon how it's going to go. Mackenzie, I am I am just I'm just astounded at the fact that you're able to have such a scheduled day and be able to say, look, I. I, I contact my friends when I'm done with my schoolwork, but not any other time other than that. And so I already know, you know, students in, in, in middle school, if y'all are in school and y'all got y'all's phones, you're like, doo, 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 you know, trying to slip it in. So um, mom, just thank you so much for rearing such a great, a great child that she's able to do this. How has the grades been, Mackenzie? Have you, have you been keeping your grades up? Well, I have, I have been keeping my grades up. And I was actually so excited to tell you about my grades. And yeah. All A's. Go on, girl. Go on, Mackenzie. That's what we call president's listing in college. <laughs> <laughs> that is president's list. Go on, girl. I am very hard. She does. did, yeah, to get that done. I, I, I'm just astounded. I already know, Mom, you're already there, so you've already proven to be a perfect example for Mackenzie and she she just looks like she does so well. Mackenzie, what do you look forward to going back to school, eighth grade, let's talk about next year, when we are now in eighth grade, we're almost close to high school. What do you look forward to about eighth grade at Northwest? I look forward to like the, the kind of learning that you get to do in person. It like, I do like virtual, but Nothing compares to like actually being in school and like getting the hands-on learning, getting to actually do like the, the types of projects instead of just going on Google yeah. Slides. Yeah, yeah. And then getting back to your friends. I know that would be such a great thing too. Yeah. Mackenzie, do you have any tips for any um, middle schoolers who are out there who are like, how do I manage my day? What is the one thing that you think about every morning when you get up before you sit down for virtual school? Okay, so the first thing I think about is like, make sure to, you know, keep your grades up because like, if you keep your grades up now, then like, you're definitely going to be able to keep your grades up. Like if you wanted to do like, if like, you know, in the future, if you wanted to go to college, yeah, that was a choice for you, then like, then maybe you could go there. And if you're going to do a virtual college, then that would actually be a good. Yeah, too good. I love it. Now, mom, any tips for at home parents who are struggling to schedule their day with their virtual child? Sure. So, um, I, um, this, this was uh, very, um, I was very nervous about this 
because um, I am on faculty um, at a, in a master's of nursing program. Right. However, nothing compares to um, the instruction that her elementary school teachers and her middle school teachers um, um, provide. Right, her. right, right. I, I cannot compare. Um, so um, to parents out there that are in find, that find themselves in this situation, I would just say first, um, practice some self-compassion and a little bit of, um, I would say, um, give yourself some grace yeah. um, to learn. Um, our setup is unique and different, but it was only because, you know, I was already working from home. So there was kind of a, a little bit of, um, the setup was there, if you will. Mm -hmm. Some um, um, parents might not have the resources or have a job inside the home. Um, so I would say um, just be open to um, reaching out to the administrators in the schools, the teachers, um, Northwest Rankin, um, that middle school, the teachers, the administrators, her counselors, they have all been very supportive um, throughout this transition. Um, also, um, talking to other parents that might be um, parents of virtual learners, um, because you're also concerned about your child's socialization. This is yeah. the time that she needs to be um, 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 socializing and blooming. Mm -hmm. um, also, um, be open to alternative um, um, extracurricular activities, if you will. Yeah. Um, Mackenzie has, um, she's involved in theater, but she was also involved in band and was not able to do band this year because of the scheduling with her, um, her honors classes. Okay. So, um, so she continues on with her, her piano outside. So just be open to finding other avenues um, for your child to be socialized. Um, and um, just, you know, always, like I said, um, stay in touch with other parents. Um, there are lots of us that have chosen to do this or we didn't have a choice and there are other factors that lend to mm -hmm. the decision that we had to make. Mm -hmm. So um, just know that you have a big <laughs> a sea of people um, in your shoes as well. Right, right, right. It's a community. This is, I'm learning as I talk to each and every single parent, you've got the ones who were able to work from home, you've got the ones who weren't, and to find those like, those like parents, those parents who you can say, okay, you're, you're doing the same thing I'm doing here at the house. What is it that I need to do? Or what is it that you've got you tips for? So that's such a blessing. And let me tell you what is a blessing. Mackenzie, being a pianist, a straight A student, <laughs> I am just just in awe, and I am so glad that I was able to meet Mackenzie. Mackenzie, you are so great. Um, I thank you and your mother for joining me today. Y'all were just a breath of fresh air. I am so glad I got to sit down with you both. And again, this was Miss Joe Weaver and her daughter Mackenzie Weaver. They are Northwest Rankin Middle School parent and student right here on Chalkboard Chat. Thank you so much. Welcome to Chalkboard Chat. I am your host, Jermaine Flood. This is our student episode edition. And in with me, I have 
three of the best sisters that I know, plus their mother. This is going to be Miss Kalise Posey, Miss Kennedy Posey, Miss Kaylin Van, and their mother, Shandiria Minor. Welcome to you all. I am so glad to have everybody here with me. Three sisters on the chat today, and I am super excited to have them. We're going to be discussing their life at school during the pandemic, before the pandemic, what it is that they look forward to, what it is that they don't like. So we're going to go ahead and get started. I'm going to start with mom first. Mom, Shan, what is it like having two girls who are gone to college, one who is still at the house, and then trying to manage all this on top of the pandemic? Well, it's just really been, you know, very hectic. Um, you, it's so, you know, so new, all of these changes, rules at different schools and deadlines and, you know, uh, institutions handling things in different ways and really teachers trying to do the, the best that they can. Uh, you know, I've got a daughter who's a senior in college. I've got a daughter who's a freshman in college and Kaylin is in the third grade. So um, I, I could help them only so much. You know, we were all learning how to get through this time. So it's, it's really been hectic. And, um, you know, I've just, hey, I've been reading a lot of pamphlets and, and things like that, that the teachers sent home. And we just try to make sure we, you know, get the work done. Kaylin being in the third grade, she's gone to school virtually. Now she's in person. So we're doing that transition. Um, it, it's really been a lot though. Really, right. really been a lot. Right, right. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I commend you for being a mom who's able to handle all of these satellites around you and go to work at the same time all during the pandemic. So kudos to you, Shandaria. Thank you. Are you. The, well, you I, I, yeah, I appreciate my husband stepping in because I had to really, you know, rely on him for Kaylin. If he had not been here, um, I just don't know how we would have made it. Right. Uh, the girls were in college and, you know, so it's just the three of us at home, uh, my husband and Kaylin and myself. And so had he not been there, he, you know, talking to teachers, texting teachers and all of that. Ooh, I, I would have had a scramble brain for sure. <laughs> well, kudos to your husband, Shan, too. So y'all are just keeping it all together. I want to start with the senior um, at Mississippi State, Miss Kennedy Posey. Kennedy, let me get started with you. I see, I see you there. Uh, <laughs> Kennedy, how is life like first at Mississippi State? And you're about to graduate. So how excited are you right now? I don't know if excited is like the best word. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, I'm really anxious. It's like, especially being a music major. Yeah. You know, looking into grad school on top of that, you know, some grad schools aren't doing um, in-person tours and it's all virtual and all online. And I'm just trying to get my ducks in a row making sure that I have everything checked off my checklist, you know, make sure my grades are in order, making sure, you know, just everything is in order. And it's a lot. And Rona is not helping at all. Right, right, right. At all, because now um, I have a senior recital coming up in March and it might not be in person. It's probably going to be virtual. And, you know, this is like 
this is as a senior this is what i've been playing for these past four years is for yeah. all my family and friends to come and sit and listen to me play and it's not going to happen especially last semester during marching season that was pretty much snatched right under my feet right I to one football game some people didn't even get to go because players caught covid and they postponed the games right so i'm, I'm just glad i wasn't in that boat i would have cried but I, I just remember last year i was like oh i'm not gonna take pictures or videos because i'll just do it i'll just do it again next year and here's next year yeah and i didn't get to do any of it and i was just like Aww. oh my gosh and it was gone and i was just like i just but i i don't know it's it's it just it's crazy it's really overwhelming but i'm glad that i didn't give up right because I'm so close. I'm so, I applied to graduate last week. I am so close. Yes. And so, I know. And so, that's that's my only saving grace is, you know, I've worked so hard, so hard. Right. Days where I didn't think I was going to make it. And now I'm so close. So that's, that's like my saving grace right now. Your silver lining. Yes. Yeah, the silver lining. Now, talk to me a little bit about life at state before the pandemic versus now after the pandemic. What changes have they made on campus to um, address the health concerns? Well, last semester, I know majority of everybody's classes, including mine, were online via WebEx or Zoom. Okay. And now we do have more face-to-face -face classes. Things do seem kind of normal, but um, I know last semester um, they did a thing where if you came in contact with anybody, obviously you had to quarantine for 14 days. Uh -huh. And even if you tested negative, you had to quarantine for 14 days afterwards. And now they're doing the same thing now, except you have to have like a doctor's note, but you quarantine for 10 days. And um, not as not nearly as many people in classes, that's for sure. And literally, I, I have one class that's probably like ten people in it. Right. And um, I am in a class where there's more than ten people, and we are socially distanced. We have to wear masks, and they have provided like sanitation stations uh -huh. where after we get done in a class, we have to spray down our desk or wipe down our music stands. And then um, even in, I'm in symphonic band, which blows my mind, but they found research shown that we cannot play for more than 30 minutes at a time. Oh, wow. Yeah. So we have to play 30 minutes, wait 10 minutes for the air to circulate, and then wow. we can play for 30 minutes again. Wow. Mm -hmm. so that's that's one thing um but mississippi state they're really being very proactive about it sending out lots of emails and information and they post a lot about it on social media i follow the student association instagram and they're keeping us up to date they're always um having not always but as often as they can with the people that they have they're um having drive-through testing and it's free, of course. And um, you get your results back within a few days. Okay. And so that's that's very, very helpful. I haven't got had to get tested yet. Okay, good. But, um, 
it's always right there available to students on campus, which is really helpful. Right, right, right. Compared to last year, like... Totally different, two totally different worlds. No, I know, like, literally there were 400 people in band last year, in marching band. Now there was 100. They split the band into four. Oh, wow. So... It, wow. it was it was a very big change. The sound was very big. The experience was very big. And I kept telling the trans transfers or freshmen, I was like, you guys, this is not how it is at all. You guys, please come back next year. <laughs> when you walk into that stadium and you hear all those cowbells ringing and right. we're the fight song. Right. I just remember last year's Egg Bowl, well, the year before last now, and how we were literally, it was like 20 degrees outside. We were clutching each other. And we were like, he missed the field goal. And like the stadium went crazy. You're right. Such a good experience that I hate those girls had to get deprived of this year because right. of Roni. Right. That's what I was, that's what I was going to go into. And you already hit the nail on the head. I was going to ask about on-campus events because I know when I've gone up there, when my best friend was going to state, I mean, state was the event place. I mean, there was events on campus, there was events off of campus. So I know Corona um, has has put a little bit of a stop to that, hadn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They yeah. just released the football schedule two days ago. And we, we don't know if we'll be able to go to the game or if we do go, it's going to be limited attendance. Right, right, right. So, and I was like, and even after spring break, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to go to a football game after spring break. Right. Oh, basketball game. That didn't happen. <laughs> that didn't happen. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh my goodness. So I'm determined to at least go to one basketball game and one baseball game to say that I have gone right to a Mississippi State event and it's not just a football game. Right, right. Now to my listeners, um, you do not know this, but Shandiria has daughters all over the state of Mississippi. <laughs> So, of course, we just spoke with Kennedy Posey. She is at Mississippi State University. Her younger sister, Kalise Posey, is at the Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College. And Shandiria is um, based here in central Mississippi. So they're literally north, middle, and south Mississippi. So right now, I want to talk to Kalise Posey, who is at Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College. Kalise, what's what's the coast looking like? Is it is it warm down there? How's the beach? <laughs> it actually, well, the beach, everybody knows it's a little dirty, but I mean, it is warm. It's warmer down here than, of course, it is up, up north. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, good. It is so good seeing you again. Um, the last time we, we saw each other, we had such a great time. We were at the Civil Rights Museum. So good seeing you again. Um, and look, I wanted to get into you too. When it, when it comes down to you being a freshman now, like Kennedy's talking to the freshmen at State, letting them know, listen, this is not how it usually is. Mm-hmm. How has life been on the coast as a freshman at 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 this at Gulf Coast at Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College during the pandemic, um, it is. It wasn't like I expected it to be, but because I'm a freshman, it's all I know. So I don't have anything to look back on and be like, "Oh, it's supposed to be like this." Right. But right. based on me being a freshman here, I mean, it's pretty. I don't want to say it's normal, but it's 
enjoyable. Like they try to make it as normal as possible, but still be safe at the same time. Uh So, I mean, I'm in band as well. And we had our marching season and we went to every home game. So that was still fun. We have in-person classes now. First semester was completely online. But if we go to classes maybe once a week, we have to social distance and wear masks. So that's different this semester. Last semester, of course, was all online. But yeah, we still have everything else is normal football games, basketball games. It's just limited amount of tickets. Right. And how have the classes, have they taken precautions? Like, do they have sanitizing stations? Are they requiring masks down on the coast? And how does that look? Mm-hmm. Everywhere you go on campus, you have to have a mask, no matter what. You can get fined if you don't wear a mask. And um, they have sanitation stations in, in in every building, walking in any dorm, the cafeteria, everywhere, the gym, you have to sanitize. And if you go to our fitness area, you have to sanitize before and after you use equipment. So they make sure you clean everything. They have, you know, stuff everywhere. Right. Now, coming from being a senior in high school, going to a freshman um, in, in college now, and having that, that camaraderie that you had while you were a senior, you had your friends all around you. How has that been right now on the Gulf Coast? Have you been able to kind of branch out and be able to network with, with new students, be able to make friends during the pandemic? Um, to be honest, not really. Yes and no at the same time, because I'm just cautious about who I want to be around because I don't know who they're around. So I kind of try to keep my circle small since we'll all be around each other. But like I said, in band, of course, I learned, I mean, I met a lot of new people. So we see each other every now and then. That was nice meeting new people. But as far as like going out with friends and stuff, I still keep the same group of people I had in high school that I was with. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, it sounds like it's going good. What's your major? Um, uh, what's your major down there? What you, what you, what do you want to do? I'm majoring in kinesiology. I want to be a pediatric physical therapist. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I didn't ask Kennedy, Kennedy, I know you're still on the line. What, what were you planning on doing after grad school? After grad school? <laughs> am I, am I too, am I too far ahead in the future? <laughs> Just a tad. I was trying to get this bachelor's first and then <laughs> that master's. Kennedy, you you are my spirit animal. I, I like Kennedy. <laughs> Kennedy's like one step at a time. <laughs> That's so funny. Shan, this is so funny to me because they are definitely one half of you and the other half of you, I believe. I'm about to get into the third half of you right now. So, Khalees, thank you so much for what you have to say. I want y'all to stay on the line, though, because I'm going to have, you know, a little, a couple other little things I may ask you in the end. But right now, I want to turn the attention to my listeners to the smallest of the bunch, but definitely she is the brightest of the bunch. Miss Kaylin Van is in the building with us. Kaylin, how are you doing? I'm good. Good. Now, Kaylin, tell me what grade are you in? Third third grade and what school are you at um highland bluff highland bluff elementary highland bluff elementary and how it's a new school for excuse it's a new school because we moved so uh she just started there in october okay Okay. november yeah 
Mm -hmm. So y'all are in the Rankin County School District at Highland Bluff, right? Right. Okay. Okay. That's you'll be going if, if you stay. You'll be going to my alma mater, Northwest Rankin. So you'll eventually mm -hmm. get there, and then they're building the new high school and everything. So all of that's going to be yeah. on top of it. But Kaylin, mm -hmm. how has it been since you've been going to Highland Bluff during the pandemic? Are they making sure y'all stay in y'all's mask? Yes, we um, have to keep our mask on every day but we get to take it off when we get to recess and stuff okay okay and are the kids making sure that they keep their mask on all day too sometimes yeah yeah sometimes they can forget i know it i know it now do you remember second grade when you were there and you had all your friends is it the same in third grade do you have a lot of friends like you had in second grade yes it's 21 kids in total it's 21 kids in total. Okay. And y'all are going to school in person, right? Y'all are in sitting inside of the class, right? Yes. Okay. Okay. Now, Shan, were they ever at Highland Bluff going virtual right when y'all switched over to Highland Bluff? They went in person. Um, I think they had a virtual option at that time, but we chose to let her go in person. Yeah. We were coming from the Hines County School District. She was at Gary Road Elementary. Okay. Intermediate. And, uh, you were at Intermediate? Okay. She was at Intermediate. That's right. She had just gone to the third grade. That's You're right. Kayla. You're right. <laughs> so, see, that speaks to the the craziness that I deal with. I understand. I still, so, I, right. Y'all, you you do it way better than I could ever. With three and working full time, I'm telling you, I know it is more than a notion. But that's right. She was at Gary Road Intermediate, and she went virtual. Um, you know, everybody has an opinion about that, and I know you do what what you can do. Yeah. Um, I just, I we felt like she would do better in person, and then by the time we were um, putting her into in-person classes, you know, uh, people had had an opportunity to develop best practices for, right. you know, staying safe in schools. Right. So, um, you know, in her classroom, there haven't been any outbreaks and we're, we're happy. She, she got over here and within a few days, she said, I love my teacher. I like my class. She was very happy and we are very pleased as well. So good, good. Kennedy, mm -hmm. are you, I mean, Kaylin, are you doing good in school? Yes. <laughs> good. Yeah. And do you know what you want to be when you grow up? Yes. What? Tell me. I want to be a cheerleader coach. Okay. Go on, Kaylin. Go on. Well, y'all, I have had such a great time talking to y'all. Shan, is there anything, is there any tips that you would give to parents juggling one, more than one child, two, a full-time job? Um, because the other parents that I've, I've spoken to, they've had the luxury of being able to switch into, you know, working from home, already was working from home. So, any tips that you have for that parent that's like you, who's going to work full-time and who's also juggling life during a pandemic and life as a parent? I think the best thing someone can do is, is to just try to be as organized as possible. You just cannot leave it to chance what you're going to remember. Um, so just develop a system 
to just stay organized, be kind to yourself. That would really, really help. Um, you know, I had to put a daughter in from graduating as a senior, uh -huh. go to college for the first time. Daughter being a senior in college and, and Kaylin going to the third grade. So you, you really just have to keep up with everything. And then you just have to give yourself some grace because we're all trying to figure this out. We're all doing the best that we can. Um, you know, hey, you, just like last night, she came home with signed paper folders. We forgot to look at the signed papers. You know, right, like right. she did all of her homework, but we forgot to look at the signed papers. Right. So just just be kind to yourself. Just do the best you can. But but trying to stay organized um, and just keep up with things like that. I think that will be the best thing you can do. Right. Right. Well, it's been mm -hmm. such a pleasure talking to you, Kennedy. Girl, you better get to grad school. I already know you're going. I already know you're going. I don't know what we're going to do after, but I know you're going. So I thank you so much for coming on with me. Congratulations on your seniorship at Mississippi State University. Um, congratulations on everything that you've accomplished. You are such a smart individual. You are a great big sister. So thank you for coming on. Thank you. You're welcome. Now, Khalees, I already know you, you the wild glue that holds it together, honey. I can already yes. tell. I already know. know. I can tell. <laughs> Kennedy is my quiet spirit animal. Khalees is me. No. <laughs> So, yes. Khalees, thank you so much for being the glue that's holding the sisters together, honey. Yes. <laughs> what was that, Mom? I was just saying, Kennedy can be the talkative one. Oh, yeah. You know? yeah. Oh, she, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, mm -hmm. Kennedy's, I would call Kennedy, Kennedy's my intellectual, Khalees is my party girl, and my, yes. <laughs> and my baby, Kaylin, is just the, the baby of the bunch, and I love it. Yes. Kaylin, cool. thank you so much for coming on with your mom, Shandaria. Thank you, honey. You're welcome. All right. <laughs> All right, y'all. Listeners, this has been Chalkboard Chat student episode. I have had a pleasure speaking with Shandaria Minor, her daughters Kennedy Posey, Khalees Posey, and Kaylin Van. Everybody say bye! Bye! You've been listening to Chalkboard Chat, an MPB education podcast. To hear this episode and more, visit education.mpbonline.org or download the MPB public media app to listen on your iPhone or Android device. This podcast is hosted with love by ACAST.